Welcome to the show. Into Our Future. Into Our Future is a podcast on the impacts of innovation on our lives. In short, demanding a better answer. Each week, we deliver concise, compelling, deductive, and unique analysis of current advancements in areas such as artificial intelligence, robotics, transhumanism, and, of course, data collections. Across social standards, which now considers the question of innovational power as ludite behavior, we cannot blindly accept the answers given to us when it comes to innovation impacts on our cultures, our privacy, our security, our families, and our daily lives. In 2019, a Fortune magazine article entitled, People are becoming more skeptical of science. It highlights an interesting study that shows how innovations are being questioned, at least those that have emerging science behind them. When innovations run counter to political affiliations or religious beliefs, only 45% side with science. Yet is it something that is a group consensus or an individual one? When it comes to innovation in our lives, is there a growing segment of society taking a ludite positioning, discounting science, rejecting progression? or even shying away from work-demanding technological innovation? We have reached a state of innovation where we no longer can trust our eyes, our ears, our readings, and our senses. Innovation has created deep ramifications accompanying every future advancement. Generally, humans being who we are, we love innovation, new gadgets, alternative communication channels, and anything else that can ease our suffering, control our environment, improve our standing, or differentiate us from someone else. Our patronage supports those firms and innovations which satisfy our desires, and in some cases, outright lust, all the while giving us a feeling of belonging. We can point to examples of this across social media platforms, high-tech devices, games and VR, medical advancements, financial management, home appliances, all just to name a few. After decades of spending our money on distinctive innovations, we are becoming disillusioned with the results, the implications, and the change in realities. Perhaps our vanity is getting in the way. Perhaps we are so competitive that we need to adopt innovations to prove we are better than somebody else. Perhaps our cultures are now trained to elevate innovations, and of course, they're innovators, to high esteem values even when their ramifications are emerging or suspect, such as DNA ancestry testing. Now that there are more mobile phones than there are people in many countries, how is being always on, 24-7, 365 days a year, impacting the lives of individuals and social groups? When we spend more time interacting with non-humans and humans, what consequences does this bring for our families, interpersonal relationships, economic outlooks, social support systems, and, of course, society? Whatever the rationale for incorporating innovation into our daily lives, our healthcare solutions, and, of course, our high-tech automobiles, our adoptions of innovation is creating cultural divisions not just along generational lines, but also across economic ranges. With the rapid pace of innovation now touching all aspects of artificial intelligence, society is increasingly shocked by the arrival of daily advances. With those shocks come fatigue as individuals struggle to keep up and incorporate the changes in their personal, their economic, their political, and even their religious identities. NBC News in the fall of 2019 released a piece entitled, Motorola Known for Cell Phones is Fast Becoming a Major Player in Government Surveillance. It highlights a radical shift for a firm known for consumer products to one that has been aggressively acquiring and developing AI surveillance, facial recognition, auto-tracking, and even behavioral predictions based all on the proceeding. Yet, as this radical transformation unfolds, what impacts are known when it comes to privacy, warrants, terrorism, or even criminal activity? Can these advanced innovational ideals be used in a political arena to shame opponents, steer public opinion, or win elections? 
These axioms are not unprecedented as individuals and cultures accelerate their debates, frequent, polarized, and never-ending. Whereas the debates on a topic like innovation is healthy, the delivery and ferocity are an issue for many who receive the messages with less than an open heart or an open mind. With innovation acceleration, overloads of adoption, and even continuous messaging, are growing challenges fracturing social norms and human acceptance. So are these companies pursuing innovation in the holy grails, helping or harming social norms and human relationships? Beyond being fatigued, our continual adoption has as its foundation a fear of implementation and being left out. The FOMO, the fear of missing out, compels us to act often subconsciously, reacting to the growing targeted and personal bombardment of why we need to embrace this innovation. The increasingly levels of personal sophistication fueled by growing interconnected quantities from our data usage exhaust allows enterprises and their highly skilled marketers to tap into our FOMO and compel us into action. Also buried within our fatigue is the demand for educational and skill augmentation, often to be gained outside of work hours just to remain innovatively relevant. Within the United States alone, this quest for education is approaching $2 trillion in student debt, a historical high that shows no sign of abating against greater loan default. The strains of keeping payments current, coupled with the loss of time with family, has been linked to declines in household formations. These historical strains are impacting recommended saving rates, which cannot support economic downturns or an aging society. As innovation impacts deeper into the lives of the individual, Reality has wrapped itself around the modernizations. Before 2000, the premise of Facebook, Google, or even Amazon were only discussed on the fringes, often among just techies. Today, when the names of the most prominent innovation firms are mentioned, mass segments of individuals have brand recognition for them, even though their innovations, such as Alexa or AWS, may not. With the world always on, what can be done to calm the fatigue being experienced? When sovereign entities use innovations to manage populations, what should be done? Will individuals become even more fatigued from their deployment and begin to worry increasingly about what the ramifications mean, such as fines, prison, loss of status, or even less followers? And let us not forget the reason why data streams such as audio, video, and articles are full of stuff. In today's world of innovations, it is easy and frequently done without vetting to publish, release, or advocate a position using a real or alternative facts. The problem is, with all this fakery and fraud, is that the innovations that help spread the disinformation and dysfunctionality are tainted with the result. The lasting ramifications are, as the innovation matures, is to continually adjust and to adapt the delivery hoping for redemption. It is easy to put something out. It's often very hard to retract or adjust as expectations or consequences of the data are called into question. In an era of hyper-specialization with rapidly released innovations, individual fatigue can be attributed to the effort and mental challenges needed to accept a new reality. The unanticipated ramifications of many innovations is that it has heightened the disparities of success beyond its original introduction. As innovation creators and their teams gain notoriety, the results for neighborhoods may be skyrocketing housing prices, commuting congestion, wealth gaps, and social resentment. It was 1970 when the book Future Shock was released to societies and cultures struggling with an explosion of innovations, rendering jobs, communications, and daily functions obsolete. Nowadays, Future Shock highlights the potential fears regarding forthcoming technologies, along with their impact to social structures. The shock of dealing with rapidly accelerating innovations has created sensory overloads. Individuals continue to develop numerous coping mechanisms to combat the fatigue of living in a future world that becomes alien to the very inhabitants that created it. 
The origin of fatigue can also be found during times of the first, second, and third industrial revolutions, where individuals worked in jobs and circumstances that were non-existent a decade prior. The change in environment created new opportunities and issues that would have to be sorted out by generations that followed. Examples include nuclear power, global distribution and retail, the gypsy workforces, and today, a gig economy where workers may never meet their physical employer. The countries that lead the innovation revolution have always changed, and starting in 2020 and at least for the next 15 years, that will never be more evident. The innovation that for decades was spawned in the West will move to the East, China, India, Indonesia, and their combined economic output will be dwarfing the United States by roughly 400%. As economic output moves and the societies reap the benefit of the growth, so must innovation shift to the service of the estimated 3.5 individuals in those countries, a market with 10 times greater consumer potential than the United States. Therefore, as we contemplate the marvels of our innovation, and in some cases we should, the ramifications and risk of the discrete innovations linked together with others are forming yet a new class of inventions that should be within the realm of possibility. Innovative relevance is often not known for years or decades after the innovation is released. Sometimes the initial release was for a market that was not robust, miscalculated the innovation, or frankly, was too far ahead of its time. When the innovation is applied to the relevant situation, then it takes off, transforming unintended markets and creating classes of innovation previously thought as folly. For example, the transistor when applied to personal electronics. The world of technology is dominated with a premise of massive innovations regarding general synthetic intelligence, and its arrival has been a generation in the making. However, it has only been in the last decade where the delivery potential has caught up to the expectations. The result is another curve of enlightenment singularity that may or may not meet its lofty ambitions or revolutionize every generation that follows. Stating a platitude, the ability to predict the future is a fool's game, and the necessity to adjust and reconnect with reality is not trivial. Current and future innovations will continue to fatigue their adopters and even their creators. The ramifications impacting society, governments, corporations, and individuals will demand reality adjustments and coping mechanisms. The foundation for innovational fatigue also requires its creators and adopters to answer, how do I fit or benefit from its inclusion into my life? When we adopt new or additional innovations, what are we prepared to give up? The phrase of stay within the moment has served individuals and society for generations. A call to concentrate and enjoy what's in front of you, rather than contemplate all the challenges or opportunities that are yet to come. Across the I generation of technology devices, our interest in those marketing products and services are about focusing on ourselves and the satisfaction we get from music to games to current events to finance to communications to dating and even to healthcare. The world, it seems, is at our fingertips. We just need to subscribe, singular link to those principles of society and technology if we want to succeed and adapt. Whereas we are connected to our innovations, we are becoming less connected in traditional measures to other humans. We chat online or text, not picking up a phone. We use video for meetings, not traveling. We manage our love life using dating apps to find the best possible match in our busy lives. We arrange dates with our partners because we spend more time online every day than speaking with them. Our lives are busy, efficient, and fulfilling, especially as managed from our innovations. Our innovations improve our health, manage our personal fertility, alert us for nutritional deficiencies, and monitor our vitals for the high-tech exercise equipment strategically placed within our homes. Conversely, we follow, don't question our innovations, assume that progression is perfection, and trust them with the most private thoughts and events. 
a perfect storm of innovation singularity. So where does it end? What would happen, if anything, when our personal data and our daily actions are aggregated together? Would we become less fatigued because we are even more efficient? Are innovations too constraining, limiting our passions, or increasing risk for our addictive behaviors? I'd like to thank you for listening today, as I know you have thousands of podcasting choices. If you are interested in this topic, you can find a much deeper discussion in my latest book, The Ramifications of Innovation Singularity, available at Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, and select independent bookstores. You can also find all four of my books on my author website at www.mpdangelo.com, along with links to video, my radio appearances, and my 16-year running innovation column. Look for the next podcast installment each week, and I always welcome subscribers who believe that innovation and their ramifications cannot be left to someone else. We have the power, and we need to exercise it. Even within our polarized cultures, we can lose our freedoms when we fail to challenge the norm and begin to ask questions. Never give up your right to have innovation earn your trust. Don't assume that they deserve it just because their marketing materials say you should. Take care. Have a great week.